What's up, worldwide? You are now tuned in to the True to the Game Biz podcast. I am your host, Ali Brathwaite, a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Because in this day and age, it's better to know a little bit about everything than a lot of just one. So what are we talking about today? Today's game plan is coming from a book that has become a game changer for me. And let me be the first to admit that I am so ashamed of myself because I've known about this book for decades. I read it decades ago and I was like, man, this is some life changing knowledge right here. But like most people, I read the book, soaked up the knowledge, swore I was going to put it into practice. And then I got caught up with life. As they say, life be lifing. And I forgot all about it. But recently, uh, I've been going through some financial situations where my bank account is not really looking the way that I'm used to seeing it. So, of course, I started scouring the Internet to see if I could find an answer to my financial difficulties. I wasn't looking for a get rich scheme because we all know that there's no such thing. But I was looking for a make money right now scheme. And I found one. Matter of fact, I found more than one. But like with all quick fix solutions, the make money today jobs were only temporary and depressing. Many of us at one time or another get caught up in that feast or famine cycle. And when we're in that famine stage, all we can focus on is finding that quick fix rather than working on that permanent solution. So actually, I was reintroduced to this book when I was in this famine stage. I was scrolling through social media and I saw someone with the book in their hand. I was like, hey, I read that book. The person holding the book was going on about how the book had changed their life. I immediately went to my Kindle app and pulled up the book and started reading it again. This might sound crazy, but as I was relearning the lessons in the book, I started feeling like I had money. The numbers in my bank account didn't change, but for the first time in a while, I believed that they could. The secret sauce to this book is that it teaches you the principles of wealth. This book shows you how to build a system. And for many of us, the number one reason why we struggle when it comes to finance is because we don't have a system in place. We don't have a financial system in place. I treat this book like a Bible. I mean, I read it every day. I even memorize certain passages in it. And most importantly, I try to incorporate as much of it as I can into my everyday life. The name of this book is called The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Klassen. And this is a book that was published in 1924, 26, somewhere around there. And at the time, wealthy families back in those days used to give this book to uh, their family members and to friends because of the transformative principles that are contained within it. The principles in this book that help build a financial system is what made many people wealthy. Some even created generational wealth. And that's the type of wealth that I want, that generational wealth, wealth that can keep me and my family for not ever wanting wealth that can make a difference in the world. My only regret with this book is not putting these principles into action sooner. 
Now, I'm not saying that this book will make you wealthy. If that was the case, then everyone who read this book will be wealthy. What I am saying is that if you play by the rules, if you stay, if you stay true to the game, this book and the principles therein will allow you to build a system that will allow you to have life changing money. So let me just give you a little backstory on this book, The Richest Man in Babylon. It is a classic self-help book. And like I said, it was written by George C. Classen and it was first published in uh 19, I want to say, I keep saying 1924, but it, it was somewhere like 1924, 1926, around that area. And this book is set in ancient Babylon, a city known for its wealth and prosperity back in those days. And it presents financial principles and advice through a series of parables and, and, and stories. And these parables and stories are told by a fictional character, his name is Arkad, and he was a poor scribe who became the richest man in Babylon. Now, I don't want to get too much into the stories um, right now at this particular point, but what I want to do basically is to give you the six principles of wealth that if used correctly, you can build yourself a system that can give you that life changing money. Now, here are the six principles that if implemented will help you create a system, a financial system that will get you on track to getting that life changing money. The first principle is pay yourself first. How many of us have heard of that principle before? Pay yourself first. The second principle is Live within your means. Man, I know a lot of people, myself included. I got a big problem with that. Living within my means. That's the second principle. Third principle, invest wisely. Oh, my goodness. I can I have stories for days about the investments that I've made that I made on a whim that I made because of emotions People who weren't experts at all, but just because they were my friends or family members, I listened to them and I made the invest. Oh, man, I, I got so many stories, man. It, it's crazy. Anyway, I digress. The fourth principle is seek knowledge and education. I will go a step further to say that you should continuously seek knowledge and education because things are changing every day, especially when it comes to technology I mean, things are changing every day. And if you become comfortable doing just one thing, trust me when I tell you six months to a year later, that very thing that you're doing, it's not going to help you anymore. You need to get with the times. You need to change with the times. You need to be a student of life. You need to continuously be in a state of learning. The fifth principle is avoid risky ventures. Oh my goodness. It's like when I read these principles, I shudder because of all of the stories that I can tell you about how I didn't avoid risky ventures. And of course, the last one, which I think is one of the most important ones, if not the most important one is maintain integrity and trustworthiness. 
So what I want to do is today, I just want to focus on the first principle, which is pay yourself first. Okay, so I know a lot of us probably heard this principle before, pay yourself first, which in the book, it's breaking down what it means. And it means to save a portion of your income, at least 10% before spending on other expenses. So in other words, you're taking yours off the top. And this concept of pay yourself first, this is a fundamental principle of personal finance that encourages us to prioritize saving a portion of our income before we pay any of our expenses. So the idea behind this concept is to treat your savings as a non-negotiable expense. No matter what, when you get your paycheck, when you get paid, 10% comes right off the top and goes in to your savings. The same way you pay your bills, buy groceries, whatever the case may be, that's how you should treat that 10%. So, I know this concept is foreign to a lot of us. I know me for a very long time. This was a a foreign concept to me. I actually used to do the opposite. When I got my paycheck, the first thing I would pay is bills. That's the first thing I get those out the way. Once I finished paying my bills, the second thing I would do is decide how much money I would have to put aside for transportation to get to work. So whether you're taking public transportation, whether you you know need gas money to get back and forth to work, that would be the second thing I would do. And then the third would be putting money aside for food because, of course, you know, we all need food. So those would those would be the three major things I would do with my paycheck before I thought about anything else. Pay bills, put money aside for transportation to get back and forth forth to work, and uh, put money aside for food. So now, once I did all of that, then I will say, okay, let me see how much I have left for myself. And it never failed. I always had a couple dollars that I can, you know, pocket money, pocket change, that I would have left over and I could barely do anything with that. And, you know, this became a routine for me for years, for a large part of my life. This is what I would do. This is how I would divvy up my paycheck. And it didn't matter. And this was the crazy thing about it. It didn't matter how much money I was making over the years, whether it was $1,000 a month to $10,000 a month. After everything was paid, the only thing left for me was a couple of dollars. And I found that strange. I found that hard to believe. I'm saying here it is when I was making a thousand dollars a month, I only had a couple of dollars in my pocket. But now here I am five, six, seven years later, I'm now making ten thousand dollars a month and I'm still only having a couple of dollars left in my pocket. What is going on here? What am I doing wrong? And you know what it was? The more money I made, the more bills I made for myself. So it wasn't enough that I had a Netflix subscription. I now had to get a Hulu subscription, an Apple subscription, Amazon Prime subscription. So what this principle allowed me to do was it allowed it helped me shift my mindset. 
And that's what we first have to do. We have to shift our mindset. We have to realize that we have to pay ourselves first. It starts with the mindset. So instead of saving whatever is left after all expenses are covered, you now commit to saving a specific percentage or amount of your income right from the start. This is the approach that helps us view saving and investing as a priority rather than an afterthought. So if you're making, let's just say $1,000 a week, $100 off the top is yours. So when it comes to paying your bills, you don't have $1,000 to work with. You only have $900 to work with. And you know what else is crazy about this concept is that when I was making $1,000 a week, and I was paying my bills and transportation and all after all that was said and done, I only had a couple dollars left. If you were to tell me back then, listen, you need to take 10% of that thousand dollars and put it to the side and then pay your bills. I would have said, you know what? That's impossible. There's no way that I can save money and pay my bills. It's just not going to work out. I need every cent to pay my bills. But then in the book, it says that if you take off that 10%, if you pay yourself first, whatever you have left, it's going to be enough to pay your bills. I'm like, nah, that's impossible. But you know what I say? You know what? Let me, let me, let me, let me try that. And you know what? It blew my mind that when I took money off the top and put it to the side and then I started paying my bills, not only was I able to pay my bills, but I also had money left over for my pocket. I'm like, this is not logical. How can this be? All these years, I've been thinking that I needed my full paycheck to pay bills. And if I tried to save any money, it would make me come up short on my bills. But it didn't. And you know why I didn't? Because in your mind, if you know you only have nine hundred dollars to spend on your bills, what are you going to do? You're going to you going to make it. You're going to stretch that money. And I don't know of anybody who knows how to stretch money like we do. And when I say we, I'm talking about those who have been living from paycheck to paycheck for years. We know how to stretch money. And sure enough, when I took that hundred dollars off the top and I knew I only had 900 to work with, I made that 900 work. That 900 covered the same amount of bills that I would have covered if I had put the full thousand in there. And when you start living by this principle of putting 10 percent to the side, what it's also going to do to you is not only create that mindset of paying yourself first but it's also going to instill consistency and discipline so by paying yourself first you are establishing a routine of regular savings and this consistency will build the discipline and it will help us avoid the temptation to overspend the more money you make, the more you want to spend. But if you get into the habit of putting this money to the side, the more money you make, the more money you're going to want to put to the side. So this will ensure that we are consistently making progress towards our financial goals. And when we start putting this money to the side and it starts building up, 
this money that we're putting to the side can actually become an emergency fund. Now, keep it real. How many of us have an emergency fund? How many of us have ever had an emergency fund? I know me for one. I've never had an emergency fund. If something was to pop up, I would be done off. If I got a flat tire, if my car had to get towed, if my lights got shut off, whatever it is, there was no way for me to say, you know what? Well, let me just go to the bank and let me just withdraw some of this money that I've been saving and go pay this bill or, or, or get my car fixed. What I had to do is I had to uh, borrow money from friends or family or worse. I had to get one of them payday loans and that put me in even bigger debt. So one of the benefits of paying yourself first is you being able to have an emergency fund that you can draw off of as opposed to having to get yourself in more debt with family, friends, or God forbid, those payday loans. Another benefit of this principle is goal achievement. So whether your financial goals may include buying a house, funding your child's education, or retiring comfortably, paying yourself first puts you on a direct path to achieving these goals. And one thing about goals is that when you complete a goal, that gives you the momentum to complete another goal and then another one and then another one. So by you being able to take 10% of your earnings every week or every two weeks and put it to the side, that's like you accomplishing a goal. And when you accomplish that goal, it only leads to you accomplishing bigger goals. So this is a small goal leading to bigger ones and significantly bigger ones until you become a type of person where you're able to set goals and accomplish them. So I'm going to pause right here. So while the concept itself is simple, it requires discipline and commitment to truly reap its benefits. So by paying yourself first, you build a strong foundation for your financial future and you take control of your financial destiny. So that is the first principle in building this system that will give you that life changing money. Pay yourself first. So with that, I'm out. Stay tuned for the next one where I'll talk about the second principle, which is to live within your means. So until then, get out of your head and into the game.